This episode is brought to you by Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma. When it's time for an aircraft component inspection, overhaul, repair, or replacement, you need experienced technicians you can trust and friendly service you can count on. Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma, a family-owned business since 1959, delivers just that. Our techs have real-world experience and provide sales, service, and overhaul for piston engine aircraft accessories. We also have limited turbine capabilities such as fuel pumps, starter generators, and prop governors. And we can overhaul propellers ranging from fixed pitch to turbine. Propeller pickup and delivery service is available. And one more thing, mention this podcast to receive 5% off your next sale, service, or overhaul. Visit aircraftaccessoriesofok.com. This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again, true pilot stories from the world of general aviation. In this episode, a Cessna twin pilot applies what he learned in an engine-out emergency to another engine-out emergency. Feather the prop and ride along in I Do Declare by Pierre Wildman. I recently made a rare one-engine inoperative, a.k.a. engine-out, landing. In thousands of hours of flying twin-engine airplanes, this was only the second time. The first time, many years ago, in a Piper Seneca II, I did a precautionary shutdown because a propeller de-ice boot was separating from the blade. I was getting VFR flight following, but chose not to tell ATC about it because I didn't want to have to deal with the paperwork. I ran the good engine pretty hard so I could keep up a reasonable-looking speed and not invite any questions. The landing on the not-so-long home-based runway was a surprise because the feathered engine didn't have the drag to help decelerate on landing. Reflecting on the episode later, I concluded I handled that poorly. My reluctance to declare an emergency was based on the fear of having to do some paperwork. It occurred to me I had no idea what paperwork would be required. It further occurred to me I had never heard of anyone who had actually had to deal with the paperwork. More importantly, I had thrown away the opportunity to have ATC watching over me and minimizing potential conflicts along the way. Beyond that selfish reasoning, I also essentially deceived ATC by letting them believe I could perform like a normal aircraft of my type when in fact I was already getting all I could from my wounded bird. I decided that was very uncool, and vowed that if it ever came up again, I would make ATC part of my team. The second one-engine inoperative landing happened recently in a Cessna 414A. While transitioning for the approach, I noticed my left manifold pressure was not decreasing as I pulled back the throttles. I played around with the throttle and RPM and mixture controls to evaluate what I was dealing with. I concluded that I had no control over the throttle, and I had one power setting available on that engine, which was about 25 inches of manifold pressure. 
Ordinarily, you'd think having partial power is better than no power. For the moment, that was so. But as I was intercepting the final approach course, I started thinking about the landing. I'd never landed an airplane with nearly cruise power on one engine. I decided to revert to something I did know how to do, a single-engine landing. At this point, I was nearing the glide slope capture. It was visual conditions, daytime, going into my home airport. In the past, what I'd probably have done is just feather the engine, intercept the glide slope, drop the gear, and just motor in. But I got to thinking how the accident report would read. And I decided I needed to edit the script a bit. I decided I wanted to take more time to prepare and make sure I did not generate said accident report in the first place. I wanted to run the shutdown checklist, get configured, and brief the single-engine landing. In addition, there was a considerable amount of traffic departing and approaching the Class Delta airspace, as well as numerous aircraft in the pattern for the parallel runways. I reported to the tower controller I had an engine problem, and I was shutting it down. I canceled IFR declared an emergency, and told him I was breaking off the ILS to do a wide 360 to rejoin the localizer and continue for landing. I felt that the two to three minutes for my 360 would be enough time to secure the offending engine and review the single-engine approach checklist, and the Mayday would get the tower controller to clear the path to the runway and ensure no traffic-related surprises. And that's how it went down. I was able to progress at my pace with no best forward speed or reduced speed to, no worries about who to follow or if the airplane for the parallel runway would overshoot their final approach course, no airplanes or vehicles crossing the runway. It was all actually rather stress-free, not having to worry about that stuff. The landing was uneventful, but a bit longer than usual because of the lack of drag on the feathered side and partial flap. I didn't feel the need to change configuration, and I knew I had enough runway. The hardest part was taxiing to the hangar on one engine. Oh, and the paperwork? I did get a request to call the tower while taxiing in. Their question? They just wanted to know if we were all okay. I did file an ASRS report, just to be on the safe side. I hope you never have a problem, but if you do, my suggestion is to declare an emergency and let ATC treat you like your Air Force One. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at AOPA.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out AOPA's mobile flight planning app, AOPA Go, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at AOPA.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. Fly safely.